So welcome to a very different episode of the Leadership Enigma. Why? Well, there's no guest. It's just you and me. And I wanted this episode to be one of reflection, one of pause, and one of thanks. So it's a massive thank you to everybody who is a listener, who is a viewer, and a contributor to the show. It's been an incredible journey. Please do subscribe, review, and share the content with your communities. The bigger the community, the bigger the opportunity to bring incredible learning to the show. And I hope some of you know the story of the podcast. It was started as a mitigation strategy to lockdown number one when all of us were experiencing something really quite different. And I certainly panicked, couldn't get on a plane, couldn't get on a train, couldn't speak to people face to face. How would I stay valuable? How would I build a brand? How would I stay connected? How would I? There were so many questions. So I started a podcast. And as my wife reminded me at that time, what did I know about podcasting? Uh, Nothing. Well, here we are, 157 episodes later, and I know a little something about podcasting. We got Best Leadership Podcast in 2022. We are globally ranked. We're on the reading list of MBA schools. And it's incredibly humbling and exciting to meet listeners all over the world. But so much is going on behind the scenes. It's a massive shout out to LaunchPod Studios, who we've been working with now for about a year. So it's a huge thanks to James and Jesse for creating incredible audio and video. So the new YouTube channel has started and we've got over 80 videos now already loaded. So please check that out and subscribe to it. We'll continue loading content on there each and every week. And well, who would have guessed it? We're even experimenting, experimenting with chat GPT to see how that can help some of the processes and procedures, maybe transcription of blog posts. So give us feedback. How are we getting on with that? And we'll still have human interaction, but like everybody, we're trying to work out what Gen AI is going to do for us. Now, one of the biggest questions I get is, what have you learned? And I've learned so much. I learned from every single episode and from every single guest, which is why I think the Enigma is such a privilege and is something now which is part and parcel of my DNA. And there's so much to choose from. So again, it's a massive thank you to over 160 guests from all over the world for taking the time to just chat and allow me to be insatiably curious and to share some of their experiences and their learning and their wisdom with a global audience. But some things that are a standout, and maybe I have a bias towards some of these things, but I just want to share them as well. One of the things, or certainly one of the questions that I ask leaders when I see them now in the events that I run is what is your personal definition of leadership? Because leadership is personal. In fact, if you don't care about people, then don't lead. It's as simple as that. And I've always and I still remain passionate about leadership. And I tell the story of what really resonated with me as a young lawyer, as I moved into my first leadership role. I remember my mentor, who sadly passed away, but who left a very real mark. I wrote about this in my book as well. And when I told him about the role that I had, his advice was simple. It was congratulations. But he said, Adam, remember this. The children of the people you lead will know your name. In what context is up to you. This is personal. And so many of my guests have shared their beliefs around what leadership means to them. And I remember talking to John Amici a couple of times on the show 
And he had a wonderful definition for him on leadership, that leadership is the promise of a lived experience for those around you. So I'm not asking you to accept those definitions, but just take on the challenge of defining what leadership means to you at a deeply personal level. Because you care. Because if you're leading people, you care about people, but you also care about you and the shadow that you have and you cast throughout your organization. Now, it goes without saying, and I don't need to make the case for culture, but that uh, in a post-pandemic environment is becoming more and more of a focus or perhaps a refocus for leaders. And as you know, I work for Hydric and Struggles, and that's been great fun and also a great privilege to be involved in so much work. And it's quite eclectic, the work that we do across the world. And I love the fact that Hydric have got great research. And you can check this out. There's one piece of research that's aligning culture with the bottom line and how companies can accelerate progress. You can find that on the Hydric and Struggles website. And that's a survey of 500 CEOs at large companies around the world that showed that most CEOs make culture a priority, but most aren't intentional in their pursuit of culture as a driver of financial performance. But those companies that are led by a culture accelerator CEO have financial performance that's more than double that of the others. So it makes a very real difference. And let's be honest, as leaders, what you permit and what you promote is the culture you get. In fact, it's the culture that we deserve. And one of the best bits of advice that I was given when uh, a police officer was don't tolerate brilliant jerks. And if you want to hear and see an example of a maniacal focus on culture, then check out the episode with Gary Ridge, who for 26 years was the CEO and chairman of WD-40. WD-40, the iconic oil in a can. We've all got a can of that somewhere in the house or in the garage. And as Gary told me, they're selling memories. It just happens to be oil in a can. So many other incredible episodes. I remember one episode with Adrian Simpson where we were talking about so many things. But we talked about flexible working. I know that is something that is still a conundrum for many organizations. What does flexible working mean? And I just remember one statement that Adrian made that really resonated with me, where he said, the office nowadays is for connection, celebration, and education. And I think that's quite a lovely way of looking at why we still have office space on what we need to consider that office space to be, especially to the younger generation as well. Well, I'm the older generation, but I still like to go in and I still like to think, am I going in now in some ways to connect, to celebrate, or to educate, as opposed to just have meetings or do emails or Zoom calls, etc., which, let's be honest, I can do at home. Now, we're working in the delta of change. Digital transformation is something that organizations and leaders have been considering now for a long time. Jonathan Reichenthal has been a guest and a friend. Uh, he's been on the podcast a couple of times, and he was the former chief information officer for the city of Palo Alto. Now, how's that for a job? That's the head of tech in the land of tech. And I remember asking Jonathan, what's the fourth industrial revolution? Because we're in it. And he had a great definition for me. He said, Adam, change at the speed of thought, where scope, velocity, and impact now have changed dramatically. And so many leaders that I speak to fear one word more than anything. And that word is irrelevant. No one wants to become irrelevant. And let's be honest, we can be disrupted and become irrelevant almost overnight. 
We're all now content creators as opposed to content consumers. So life will continue to change and we'll continue to have to lead through a number of paradoxes. But one of the key focuses for the podcast, and this will continue, is the power of human-centered leadership, the exploration of the human being over the human doing. And there are so many episodes that are now really unpeeling the onion of human-centered leadership. I remember fondly the episode with Stuart Pearce. Stuart Pearce was a former captain of England football team, played in a number of World Cups and European competitions. Uh, He was really one of the players that I watched as a kid growing up. He was a manager, he's a pundit, and he lives and breathes football. And so he kindly came into the studio and he told a very powerful story of humility. And check out that episode where he talks about having to be called into a drug test after losing a semi-final against Germany and how he sat in a room for two hours where the two German players were simply silent. They showed incredible humility and actually respect for him knowing that he was sat there having just lost to them in the semi-final of a World Cup. And then there's Sapna Gopalakrishnan and her spirit and resilience is just extraordinary and she and I chatted whilst we're in Singapore quite recently. And she'll tell you how life was going really rather splendidly. And she got the job that she had dreamed of. And then suddenly, out of nowhere, sepsis. Three weeks in a coma. Gangrene. Having woken up to the fact that they had to amputate parts of both hands and both feet. But it never dampened her spirit and her resilience and her humour and her energy. And she's just an inspiration. And I meet people like this all the time, and that's why I think this show is such a gift. So, as I work with leaders all over the world, I say to them, we've spent many years in being competent and confident in what we're known for. You know, as a trial lawyer myself, I spent many years making sure I was confident and competent. But at the end of the day, these are table stakes. What is the differentiator now for leaders in 2023 going forward? It's the ability for people to be truly human-centered. We now have to connect, stay connected, and reconnect with people in a way perhaps that we didn't have to pre-pandemic. The conversations that people want to have with you as their leader or that you want to have with your leader have fundamentally shifted in a post-pandemic environment. There was this wonderful phrase, if you press the pause button on a computer, it stops. If you press the pause button on a human being, that's when we start to think. And everyone got an opportunity to really think and consider in that two, two and a half year period. And so again, I had a wonderful conversation with Dr. Vernon Rose. And that was on location in Montenegro. And she asked me a question. And it's a question I pose to all of you. Do you actually matter to yourself right now? And she helped me understand what vulnerability was all about. The ability of a leader now to truly understand what he or she needs at a deeply personal level and to have the confidence to ask other people to help them with those needs. So many senior leaders that I meet are very good at the external facing element, always making sure that they're providing value to other people or that we're getting validation from other people. But the reality is, do we actually matter to ourselves right now? And I think one of the most difficult episodes and perhaps the episode I'm most excited about is the episode with my daughter, Olivia, 
who for a number of years has struggled with mental health. She's come out the other side and is doing her, living her best life in Thailand. And when she's ready, and when we're ready, we'll release that one. And that's a deeply powerful episode. And it's just entitled one word, vulnerable. So look out for that episode. And I hope that will be coming soon. So what next? Well, we're going to be experimenting with different formats. We're going to start thinking about live events, uh, live events in the studio where you can phone in and call in and we'll have panels and interaction. We're also going to do some live events now uh, in person. We hope to do those on location. One of those will be at the Comedy Club in London and others will be within organisations themselves as part of their town halls where we'll have an interaction with a live audience, we'll have a panel, and we'll be creating an in-the-moment Leadership Enigma podcast. We're also going to try a new format where I'm going to have a couple of special co-hosts where we'll actually co-host the episode together. We're going to plan it together, we're going to pick the panel together, and I'm looking forward to that. And We'll do that every now and again, so we'll mix it up. Do look out for the website that should go live soon with a special member site for additional materials and resources. But we also need your help. Without you, without the community, the Leadership Enigma really doesn't need to exist. So whilst it started as a deeply personal, in some ways selfish project, it's now got a global audience. So in some ways, I need to be more deliberate in relation to how it serves the needs of leaders and organizations all over the world. So here's my request. I need your help. Please, please share the enigma with your networks. We're now trying to be quite deliberate in growing the community, but also give us feedback. Connect with me on LinkedIn. I'm easy to find. Adam Pacifico. And who should we be speaking to? What should we focus on? What's important to you, your organizations, and your people? Let's be honest. How can we make the show even better? We're work in progress. I'm work in progress. I'm learning as I go. 150 plus episodes every now and again. Let's be honest, every week. We're trying to make things better and I'm learning as I go. The aspiration is simple. We want to become the global number one leadership podcast. Help us do that. So connect with me on LinkedIn. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, please. And here's an interesting one. We're going to look for a sponsor for the first time ever. Is anyone out there who wants to be the primary sponsor of the Leadership Enigma? Who knew that that would even be a request? Who knew that would even be something that we were going to consider? But it's time because we've got aspirations. We're going to be more deliberate and we've got plans. So we need a sponsor for the first time. If you know an organization, who you think might be interested, then get hold of us and let's have a conversation because there are some exciting opportunities ahead as we grow the community for the Leadership Enigma. So that was it. It was just a short opportunity to pause, reflect and say a huge thank you. Thank you for being part and parcel of the Leadership Enigma community. We'll be back next week with another incredible guest, someone far wiser than myself, but thank you. Join us again next week for more tips and strategies on the Leadership Enigma. We'd love to hear your comments on today's show, as well as suggestions for future topics and guests. Get in touch with your host on LinkedIn or visit the dedicated website, www.leadersenigma.com, powered by Transform Performance International. 
where you can access our exclusive learning, including books, videos, bonus content, assessments, and more. Please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on all your major podcast platforms. Thanks for listening.